<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. In 2019, I did a 60 Days of 60 Coffees journey to commemorate my 60th birthday. Now, if you follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B or listen to my podcast, you might have heard me reference this a few times. One of the places that I visited was the Human Bean in City Place. That's where I met Romalda and Gina Wildman, mother and daughter duo, who own the Human Bean and who are such lovely people. The coffee was absolutely delicious, but more important was the customer service and the friendliness and the banter back and forth that I got from Romalda and Gina. And I've been back there several times because, you know, it's like visiting a dear friend. You like to stay in touch and of course, enjoy the delicious coffee. So I am very pleased to share that I have Gina as my guest today. Hello, Gina. Hello. Thanks so much for uh, having this chat with me. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Now, I know that, you know, we've talked back and forth about, you know, the coffee and the business and so on and so forth. But tell me, how did you get started in the coffee business? Oh, that's a great question. My family has always been involved with the coffee industry or coffee business. I have uh, aunts and uncles that owned a couple of, uh, it was Second Cups, when Second Cups were a really uh, popular chain of, of coffee restaurants. Um, mm-hmm. But my mother got started about 26 years ago and kind of by chance, she was looking at kind of doing something different and always wanted to have a business. And my uncle was uh, looking at opening a location. And so the two of them got together and the rest is history. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's always nice to do something with family. Now, human being, I love puns and I love a play on words. And so human being as in human being. So how did they come up with that title for your business? Yeah, you know, it, it's definitely a play on words and everyone has always commented on that and love that. And, and it was really just kind of an innocent way of finding a name. They had found the location at, at the Forks and they had to find a name, right? Because they didn't want the original name that was there. And mm-hmm. uh, they were just having some drinks together and laughing and joking and came up with a whole bunch of ridiculous names that obviously didn't make the cut. And uh, human bean was the one that kind of stuck, right? And they go, how about human bean as in coffee bean? And we're like, oh, that's so cute, right? So and that's why we have the little playful little coffee cup and the little logo, right? So it's always been kind of cutesy, which, you know, is a feel good for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's very friendly. And I mean, it suits your personality because both you and your mom are just so friendly and, you know, always smiling. It really shows the love that you put into what you're doing. Oh, thank you for saying that. You know, for us, 
always been a very homegrown Manitoba-based type coffee shop, right? We've always Mm -hmm. just been authentically who we are. People really love that they can come to the counter and be themselves. And to us, that's really important. We want not only to have a good experience, but also feel like, you know, you're, you're having a piece of home when you come to the counter, you know, have some laughs, have some cries, whatever it is, wherever you come, um, mm-hmm. we welcome it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, it's funny because when you mentioned about people coming and sharing laugh and cry and, you know, sharing stories, you mentioned in one of our previous conversations that sometimes people come and they share the most intimate details. It almost, it's like one of those bar, like, you know, when you go to a bar and there's the bartender and you know, you just feel because you're a stranger, you can just unload and, and share, you know, I just had a really bad day or whatever. But the fact that they feel comfortable enough that they can do that with you. So how does that make you feel? Oh, it, you know, it's amazing. I mean, I got into the coffee business after being in another line of work. I was uh, previously a social worker. So I have always enjoyed being around people and building relationships like me and my mom are both true relationship builders who enjoy hearing about people's lives and their stories. Like I always feel privileged to be a part of that. So to me, it's very honorable because we're, you know, my my mom and I are always kind of humble and saying like, we're just little coffee shop owners, you know, like why would people (laughs) want to get to know us or like have invested interest in us? But that's been one of my biggest learnings from this coffee shop. It's more than just a coffee shop. It's like a labor of love. It's ministering. It's just building relationships, having some laughs, you know, like lightheartedness, which I think the world really needs right now. Uh, Oh, I agree. And you know what, and it is about relationships, but it's also about connecting, you know, it's, it's, and and you said, um, you know, you feel like you're just a little coffee shop, but no, I think you are providing that opportunity for people to connect with you, to connect with each other. And you're right, COVID has really done a number on people because we haven't had a chance to get out. So having to, you know, leave their office buildings or offices to come down, and grab a coffee or a, you know, a tea or food and, and just that opportunity just to see a friendly face and just to say, Hey. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and it's been hugely beneficial to us as well, you know, because we've been able to operate during COVID and the amount of support and love that people have given back to us has been very overwhelming in a, in a beautiful way, you know, because mm-hmm. we just kind of thought we'd be in this fight on our own and, and it hasn't been that at all. It's been so many encouraging words or people just saying, how are you doing? You know, like, how is business? And they're willing to hear whether it's good or bad or or whatever we're experiencing in our day, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's a back and forth sharing. And it's also building a rapport, which I love, you know, like, I have a lot of people that will, will share something vulnerably. And if I have time, I'll say, hey, you know, what's going on with this that you mentioned last time? And people are surprised by that. And they're like, you remember that? I'm like, of course, we had a conversation, you know, so we, we do that a lot at the counter. Yeah, no, I love that. And and having that conversation really, it, it's getting to know who's behind the coffee, getting to know who is behind the customer. So it's not just a customer. And I really appreciate that. So whenever I, I have a chance to visit a coffee shop and I get to know the people, it's like cheers, you know, everybody knows your name or they know your drink and you just feel yes. that, that comfort. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no, it, it definitely and we've had more of an opportunity during COVID to do that. You know, we were so busy previous to that, that we didn't always have time to talk to customers. I mean, we tried, but you don't want to keep the lineup waiting, right? So, no. 
yeah, so that's been a huge gift, uh, just being able to get to know some of our customers on a, a first name basis, what's going on, how are things, you know, and they lift my spirits too, right? So, it, you know, even if I'm having kind of a day where I'm like, oh, I don't feel on, you know, someone will say something and then it gets you going. And so it's just think in these times, you know, socializing is so important, you know, um, you know, within reason, right? But just to be able to have that social contact is huge. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so let's talk about your amazing coffee. And so I, you, <laughs> who's your supplier? Like, who do you, who do you use for your coffee? Yeah, we've had a long standing relationship with Canterbury Coffee. They're a, a coffee supplier that's based out of Vancouver, um, mm -hmm. but they get coffee shipped from all over the world. So we have had a privilege of having many different blends from all over the world within our shop and within customers' reach. So um, we have stuff from or, or sorry, coffee from Colombia, from Costa Rica, from all different kinds of regions, which, you know, would be harder to be able to access if we were just roasting our own beans. So that's why we've always had a good relationship with Canterbury and they're, and they're an amazing coffee supplier. Oh, wonderful. Good to know. Now you mentioned that, uh, customers obviously can have coffee at your, at your coffee shop, but can they purchase bags of coffee beans? Yes, they absolutely can. Anything we have on brew daily is something that they can purchase. We also have a website they can purchase if they don't want to come in store and all of our roasts mm. are, are visible there. Oh, that's wonderful. Good to know because, you know, sometimes, you know, you find that really good coffee you want and it's like, oh, I want to have that at home. So it's good to know that you have that uh, that option available. Yes, absolutely. We actually have all of our coffee blends and all of our um, loose tea online. Uh, on our website. So folks can find us by just Googling us and then press the little website button and it'll take you right to our website and, and there's ordering capabilities there. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Now, regarding tea and coffee, yes. how many beverages do you have on your menu? Yeah, we have we have a lot of beverages on our menu. We actually have 100 drinks on our menu. Um, wow. which seems overwhelming. <laughs> um, but we, we have learned over the years that diversifying your menu is really important. And the reason for that is because everyone has a different palate and everyone likes something different. So if you have a variety of different things for people to try, chances are that they're going to like it or they're going to want to buy it or come back, right? So mm -hmm. um, we have a hot and cold side of our menu. And then we have a which a tea and coffee, which is hot or cold as well. So that's why there's so many choices. We also make smoothies. Yeah, we make smoothies. We make um, like frappuccino. You can't call them frappuccinos. We call them uh, no. coffee smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have a lot of different options that people, oh, we have lemonades, you know, so we have a lot of different options other than just coffee and tea if you, if you don't enjoy coffee and tea. Right. Okay. Well, that's good to know because not everybody likes coffee or tea. And so it's good that yes. there are other options <laughs> to choose from. Now, yes. what is the most popular hot drink? that you serve? Like which ones do customers um, really for all the time? You know, I think our most popular is probably our Americanas, just because those that like espresso with, with hot water, <laughs> it right. seems a very simple drink, but it's, it's quite popular. I would probably say also our salted caramel lattes are very popular. And then on the tea side, our, our London fogs are unbelievable and just so delicious and uh, mm. we've gotten many compliments before people saying that ours is better than starbucks not saying that's the case but <laughs> we've we've gotten a lot of compliments wow. on our london fogs <laughs> yeah <Wonderful. laughs> not to toot our own no. horn but <laughs> 
Oh, absolutely. And why not? Because I mean, if it's really good and customers, I mean, you know, they're going to tell you the truth, whether they like it or not. So it's good. Now, regarding the London fog, because I know that it's the Earl Grey tea plus vanilla syrup, and then of course the milk. Now, is it because you're using a different type of tea or do you think it's the brand of syrup that you have? So what do you think makes the difference? Yeah, the recipe and how you obviously put them together in terms of quantity is really important, right? So a good quality mm-hmm. Earl Grey tea is obviously very important. And sometimes folks don't realize that, you know, there's a big difference in the tea that you buy in the grocery store, like the tea bags mm-hmm. versus, you know, loose tea that's quality. And the reason is, is because it's how they pick the tea and the quality of leaves. Okay. And so you're going to actually, with a better quality loose tea or tea bag, you're going to notice a big difference in taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. What kind of syrup do you use though with the tea? Um, We use um, Tarani. Tarani is a really good um, brand of uh, syrup. Some places Mm -hmm. make their own syrup. I think that's very ambitious. But we've used Tarani syrups for a lot of our specialty teas and tea lattes and coffee lattes, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. And you're right. I mean, I, I've tried making simple syrup for drinks at home and it's, it's a lot of work and, and it like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? And I could just buy a bottle of syrup and then I've got it. <laughs> so. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment, but first I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, let's talk about your food items, because um, whenever I, I get a chance to visit, um, I usually I have a, a something like a, a biscotti or you have like delicious cookies or cakes. Now, do you make your pastries in-house or is it a combination of in-house and then you purchase from others? Yeah, it's a combination. Uh, we have a lot of different options. Obviously, we've had to pull some things because of COVID, right, just to make sure things mm-hmm. are fresh and and we sell kind of what's selling or based on customer demand. But yeah, we make quite a few items in-house. Our, one of our employees, Lisa, is an amazing baker. And so she makes a lot of the items. There mm-hmm. is some that we uh, that we don't make. And uh, we really believe in supporting locals. So we've had a long-standing relationship with Goodies Bakery. And they really give out a quality product and they're local as well. Oh, good to know. Yeah. And, and it's important to support local for sure. But, you know, I have to say the last time I was there, there was a big slice of red velvet cake. And typically when you go to, you know, other big shops, you have like a sort of like a a smaller size. And that was huge. That was probably enough for like two servings. So it's it's great that you have that nice chunk of cake for somebody to enjoy with their coffee. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people come for our pastries. They really enjoy the quantity of it for the price. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, we originally thought we would sell like torts and really beautiful cakes and, you know, just make it kind of fancy, right? But mm-hmm. with the Winnipeg market, we found that a lot of them just like the homemade baked goods, you know, like the marshmallow square, the puff wheat oh, square, yeah. 
you know, this, yeah, the stuff that mom would make or the grandma would make, like uh, either the date cookies, those are super popular and uh, just simple, but mm-hmm. that's what people buy and that's what they want. And so that's what we serve. <laughs> You know what? It's it's making sure that you provide the customers what they want. And and you're right, like the puff wheat squares and the marshmallow squares, that takes you back to your childhood, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And so many people go, oh, my mom used to make that or oh, my grandma used to make that. And it's just like it brings back memories for them, right? Like food can be a lot, it can trigger a lot of memories or a lot of like feel good things, right? So um, we constantly have people buying it for that reason. Oh, good to know. Now, speaking of food, I know that you offer a variety of different foods. So you have sandwiches and salads. And I've seen also lately that you have these protein bowls. So was it always part of the uh, beginning of the human being to offer a variety of foods? Or did this come about in the last little while? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, when we were at the Forks within our lease, we, we weren't actually allowed to make food there. We would have loved to. But just based on the leasing and how they wrote the lease, we weren't wasn't an opportunity that we could do. So when we came to City Place, we really, really wanted to have that opportunity to do that because again, it's a it's an opportunity to diversify, right? Um, right. And we weren't just relying on beverage and and pastry and coffee sales, right? How the whole idea came about because now we're thinking, oh, like how are we, you know, what are we going to serve, right? And right. Uh, when my mom, yeah, when my mom and I talked about it, I said, you know, just previously being a social worker and constantly working out of my car, you know, because I would drive in, you know, to different clients' homes, mm-hmm. there was nowhere that I felt I could go to get like healthy salad or a healthy sandwich on the go. I didn't want anything big, just something if I didn't want to make a mm-hmm. lunch, right? Um, so right. I said, we're are servicing the, the office folk. Why, you know, I'm sure they struggle with that too. You know, something at their desk or something to add to their lunch. Why don't we make smaller portioned meals that's healthy and that they can grab and go. And my mom goes, that sounds like a really good idea. And we didn't think it would be as popular as it is, but people thank us all the time for what we do. You know, and it's very important because I mean, there's fast food and, and you're right. If you don't have healthy options, you will go for the the burger, the fries, and you know nothing wrong with that because yes. I mean I like a burger and fries as a treat, sure. but not every day. And you know sometimes you don't feel like making lunch to bring to work, and so it's nice to have that option. Exactly, and you know, and we've listened to a lot of customer feedback because you know what you see today is is evolved, right? So what we started mm-hmm. out with it kind of changed, and that was based on customer feedback. And a lot of our customers are well dressed women who are watching Mm -hmm. their waistline and they just want smaller portion, (laughs) little things, you know, to add to their meal or, you know, and, and we're women. So we think like women, right. And so we think like, what would we want in a snack pack? So we think about it and we throw it together and throw it out there. And, and, and you, you know, you see people's reaction. They go, Oh, you know, like this is brilliant. I wish I had the time to do it, but if you guys want to package it, we'll buy it. And it's like, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's amazing. And you have a wide variety of different salads. And as I say, you had the protein bowl, I think last time, not a bowl, but it's a, package but I think last time it was an egg and cheese and I think an apple and and that's perfect because you've got the protein and you've got the fruit and the veggie and yeah you've got everything there absolutely and you know a lot of our customers that come are are on keto or different you know uh, gluten-free type diets and so we try and put out items that we know are geared to that to some level maybe not fully but 
can mm-hmm. definitely find healthy and unhealthy items. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, that's what people like is that they can cherry pick a bit, right? Like maybe they're going to get, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little vegetable pack and also a little piece of cake, you know, like that happens all the time. And people go, don't judge me. I'm yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not judging you. <laughs> it's all well, good. you know, it's all about- it's all about balance, you know, with salad in one hand, cake in the other, you know, exactly. It's all <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's just, it's always really cute interactions that way when you're talking about food and what people get some some customers come for the same thing every day. And that's okay, too. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm very much a creature of habit. I mean, I, I can have the same thing every day and not get tired of it. And, and so it's nice to have that consistency. If they like their red velvet cake, they know that they can get that from you whenever they come in, can't they? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, we did. We have definitely noticed that, you know, offering at least the popular items or similar things that people just love is important. And then adding to that or subtracting, we're always constantly rotating things and thinking about our next idea or what else we can try. And, and it's always been the most surprising thing, you know, like, when we we make uh, what's called Mexi wraps, it's kind of like our style of burrito. And uh, mm-hmm. our our worker our employee Lisa was like, you know, I make these at home. I don't I don't know that they're going to be popular, but you know they're super easy to make. And so we kind of thought, well, we'll just throw out a couple and see what happens. Well, we haven't stopped making them since, so people just love them. Well, you know what? And I I'm, I'm not sure if I knew that because I love anything Mexican. So I think next time I'm okay. I'm at City Place, I'm going to have to try one of those. Oh, they're, they're one of my favorites. They're so delicious. Oh, good to know. Now, I'm sure you get asked this all the time. Do you have plans to expand into perhaps another location or doing like little pop-ups or is it enough for you to be where you are now? Yeah, you know, we get asked uh, asked that quite a bit or my friends or family ask me that. And we've been asked that for a couple locations, actually, just people calling. And, and, you know, to us, that's such a huge compliment that, you know, they think that we're ready to expand or want to expand. And, and I think, you know, there's I never want to close off or limit ourselves, I should say, for the future. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I think uh, really it's like quantity or quality over quantity. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I really enjoy running the store as it is. And I feel like that's enough and it keeps me busy enough than to want to take on a whole bunch of locations. I think that's super ambitious of anyone that wants to do that. But I, I think the pace that we're going at right now is, is good. And, um, I'm okay to keep it that way for now. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because, you know, it's all about work-life balance too. And, and as much yes. as you want to perhaps expand your brand, you know, putting yourself out there and, and then instead of a labor of love, it starts to become work. And, yes. and I, I've been there before where if I'm working and I get frustrated versus stick to what you love and put your 100%, 150% of your body and soul into what you're doing. Absolutely. And, you know, again, that's been another gift of the pandemic. Before this, we were so busy. I actually run two businesses. So um, it's another kind of side gig I have on the side. And for both before COVID was unbelievably successful, which is wonderful. It's not something I'm complaining about, but it was starting to get very hard to manage. And so since Mm -hmm. the pandemic's hit, I've made more of kind of like a pact to myself that I wouldn't go back to that and have a little more boundaries in, in taking care of myself and taking care of the business so that things didn't feel so overwhelming. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's that's where I'm coming from, right? Like I I want things to be functioning in a healthy way and then instead of an unhealthy way. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and boundaries are important. And not just boundaries that we tell to other people, but boundaries for ourselves. And the fact that you recognize that you don't want to go back to the crazy pace that you had before is important because then you still have that time for yourself. Um, and, and it's not just work. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's it's been very important and in, in taking this pause. Like, of course, now it's kind of on the other extreme where it's really like almost too much space. But I think somewhere in between would be just lovely where we could pick up a little bit more and just be happy with what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, do you think your mom is, is going to stick around a little bit longer or do you think she's looking <laughs> forward to retiring? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we always joke that she'll always be there, right? Like she'll never just leave, you know, she'll, she'll be there. But we've had more kind of serious talks in the last little while. And I think the more obvious next step is for her to go to part time. I would like to see that for her at this age. Um, not that she's struggling or anything. She's she's more than capable. But, you know, I think at a certain time, you know, you've done your work and you've worked hard and, and she deserves to have more of a break, right? So mm-hmm. I think probably maybe within this next year or so, we'll probably talk about her going down to part time and, and see how that feels for her, mm-hmm. just so that she can have more of a rest because five days a week is a bit of a slug, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And especially because you're up early. I mean, you're open at seven in the morning, but that doesn't mean that you start at seven. You're up probably at yeah. five, getting everything <laughs> ready. And doing that five days a week, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, we're blessed that we have Lisa that likes, she's an early riser and she likes to open. So mm-hmm. she opens for us for 730 and we come in a little bit later. But yeah, there's always prep. There's always things to do, even on evenings or weekends sometimes, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a huge commitment. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, like anything, it's what you put into it and, and, and it shows because the fact that, you know, you have that supportive customer base, the loyal customers that come back and that love your food, love your coffee, love your customer service, and just love being with you and connecting with you. So it really shows that you're doing something right. Thank you. I really so appreciate that. We get so much positive feedback and that, that would, that's really what keeps you going. Right. And Something that we've been doing during the pandemic is doing these little videos of us making salads or sandwiches or marshmallow square. And I just thought like, I just kind of innocently doing it going like, oh, hey, this is what we're doing. But like, people love it. And I just think like, you know, it's every day to us, but they're like, wow, that's amazing. Like we see our videos and I'm like, that's so funny to me. But I mean, they love it. And and that's great. Like if they think that's really interesting, then great. We'll put up those kind of videos. And I saw the last video that I saw you, you were making a sandwich. I think it was a Havarti cheese and was it turkey or ham? Turkey Havarti, yes. Okay, turkey Havarti. Anyway, so so the whole thing about the bread and the cheese and the mayonnaise, I think it was mayonnaise, wasn't it or something that you were putting on there? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it it was great. I mean, sandwich but it was very interesting <laughs> I know and yeah and people like you know they've commented and, and when I you know you can look on the insights of Instagram and see how many people viewed it and it's it's actually quite staggering so I mean we just did it kind of innocently because people love that or we've even had people come to the counter like oh I saw your video that's awesome like see you guys in action and you know, like, it's just you know like it's <laughs> it's something that I didn't expect to be you know something that they enjoyed but they did had a couple other creative projects like our sparkly masks that have been super popular mm-hmm. so again yeah, didn't expect that to be 
Yeah, thank you. I didn't expect that to be as popular as they were, but we've sold so many of them. We wear them at the shop and people love them and anything to just kind of brighten people's day. Like that's our whole vibe. And and last time I was there, I noticed that you have uh, earrings um, that are, yes. are quite different. So is that thank something you. that you do or, or is it a local local uh, supplier? Yeah, no, it's something that I've always like, I, I love earrings. I love big earrings. And so it was something I've just kind of started during the pandemic because I had a little bit more time and I love being creative. And so mm-hmm. um, it's still something I want to continue to work on. But it was just kind of the first, you know, uh, shot at things. And uh, yeah, people have, have responded to it and liked it. And just a little bit of side side income, nothing crazy. Um, yeah. You know, I could it's definitely do more with it, but I'm I'm happy with that. You know, anything again, anything to kind of draw in business or a conversation mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, absolutely. And the end, they're beautiful, beautiful earrings. And and I think um, you. you have you have some uh, ready for Valentine's Day because I saw some heart ones and some uh, red colored yeah. ones. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, just little things. I like working with more like natural like um, material, like leather and feathers and that sort of thing. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was just something I started doing and having some fun with. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Gina, for being here and for sharing the story of, of how you got involved in the coffee business and a little bit about your your human being coffee shop, the food, the coffee, the connections, the relationships. I really appreciate you sharing that with, with me and my listeners today. Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, wonderful. So until next time, if you are interested in trying some delicious coffee, meeting some wonderful people, Romalda and Gina, having some delicious pastries that are either prepared by Lisa or Goodies Bakery, purchasing a shiny, sparkly mask, or just stopping by to say, hey, visit the human being in City Place and enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.